0: I waited for you I was looking at dressers as I was doing yesterday and I checked my email and I get next door still for my old home and if you ever I don't know if you've ever seen like Nextdoor things they only give you a little bit and so when I clicked <laughs> and looked at it it just says happening on next door the subject line engulfed oh. in flames period <laughs> <laughs> period period and then the actual thing engulfed in flames my favorite tree this year, the Keyhole Tree, just dot, 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 Seymour. And that's all I have. So,
1: so and have a, a s- picture,
0: but I can't tell by the picture if the tree itself is engulfed in flames, or if it's just leaves, or if it's just against the sun. sun. If I had to put my super detective skills on this, I think the f- tree was engulfed in flames. See, no, so I would think that. However, all the reactions are either heart, smiley, or surprise, and I feel like there would be more sad emotions. <laughs> If a tree, like, I've been, I was sitting here trying to figure out L.E.'s post for a minute. Like, I'm like, there's so much here to unpack. I
1: love that this is our big Halloween episode. I'm very excited. I think that that's very
0: funny. We had a very good time last night. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, what's up, you guys?
1: Yes. Because there's nothing spookier than Shane Dawson. Anyway. I have green tea. I have passion tea. Welcome to a super fuck. <laughs> welcome to a Super Zen episode <laughs> of oh, I should probably introduce the podcast. Yeah, that probably. could probably be helpful. No, no. <laughs> they know what they're in for. Welcome to stop you ruining it. This is a podcast about movies. My name's Delaney,
0: and I like movies. And I, my name is fuck. You had one job. <laughs> Shit. And my name is Natalie, and I do not... I'm not cutting that out. (laughs) That's fine. You don't have to. I didn't think you would. You know, for a brief moment, I was like, maybe she'll give me grace and cut it out. And then I was like, of course she won't. Why why would I do that? That entire mistake will remain unedited in the podcast. This
1: week is a very exciting episode. It's the first time we're covering two movies in one go. Yeah. um, On a single episode. However, it it feels wrong to talk about one without talking about the other. That's fair. Because these, I think, are cultural milestones... (laughs) In my Letterboxd review, I said that this movie series may have inspired me to enter filmmaking. <laughs> they're good fucking movies. We are talking about the two live-action Scooby-Doo movies from the early 2000s. Um, I can't even say the live-action Scooby-Doo movies because they've made others. Yeah, but these are the ones. These are the ones that people know about. The James Gunn ones. The, the the James Gunn and Raja Gosnell scooby-doo movies uh scooby-doo and its sequel scooby-doo 2 monsters unleashed
0: scooby-dooby 2
1: i knew that you were (laughs) i knew you were gonna
0: say that yeah she was so angry at me last night when i said that scooby-dooby 2 and it was really awkward because it was at the beginning of the second movie so i made her just sit in that (laughs) (laughs) and watch a whole movie knowing she can never look at me the same again No, i look in your eyes and just see regrets mine or yours yes okay i
1: i feel like we have have a common bond with these movies in that it's like our shared love of the b movie where we loved them before they were memes yeah i genuinely loved this movie as a little kid and was like validated in that by looking at my brother's letterbox review for the 2002 scooby-doo film where he's like we were obsessed with this as kids this movie rocks we
0: this movie rocks (laughs) i gave it four stars i need
1: that to be very clear this
0: movie rocks and honestly as i did research the ip also fucking rocks i forgot how much i fucking loved scooby-doo and
1: and that's i think you know just to get it out of the way that's another very important part of this episode is this is the first time i've engaged in (laughs) scooby-doo media in two years (laughs) you love scooby-doo and i love that for you Another person in my life who really loved Scooby-Doo is also the person that I have to, like, fax all my bills for therapy to. Fax.
0: He has a machine? Yeah, he has a fax machine. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: he's really, he's he's collecting. Um... I didn't know
0: that you dated a man from the 1980s. Yeah, you know, it was a weird time travel thing. No. And then he had to go back to his own world. <laughs> Don't start time travel shit, because then I got <laughs> questions for you. <laughs> oh, he traveled here. Yeah, he came here from the eighties but brought his fax machine. <laughs> and you what you also need one of these.
1: So that when I give you trauma, you can fax Any me the invoices bills for your you therapy. Have,
0: you can fax to me. Everything else I have a cell phone for, but financials I remain on the fax machine.
1: <laughs> See, and now no one will ever be able to trace who this is. Yeah, no, no. Because no, go- we've
0: created a fictional character Good luck for faxing. Him. <laughs> um Good luck faxing me my cease and desist, motherfucker. Meanwhile, a fun thing about me that I don't think I don't even know that I've told you this much, but I also don't I haven't. If it's about it. how your first crush was Fred, you tell me this. I about tell every you day. that all the time. Also, I've learned that I had a lot of first crushes, but I'm very confident <laughs> this was my first ever crush was on Fred, which was Cartoon Fred. Cartoon Fred from, let me be clear, the second iteration of Scooby Doo. Where are you? Okay. Which I learned was from the 1970s. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember Boomerang? Um, the the show, the channel. The- vaguely that's, boomerang that's was australian a, right i don't think so the idea of boomerang was that it's coming back so we oh. played only old stuff gotcha a boomerang I thought it was like you were just in australia for you and they're like oh it's boomerang the weapon is a boomerang is australian well yes i, I <laughs> um so <laughs> i know everyone who's like our age says they're like a 90s kid because like 98 98 we're both end of 98 yeah. we know we're old. both zillennials
1: where we are Gen Z, but like we're at the top enough that we can kind of be counted as millennials. Right,
0: I regularly feel that I am from the nineties simply because I lived, I my life did not, like my family didn't catch up right. until like 2005. <laughs> So like I was like watching VHS's and shit and I watched the original iterations of this, of of Scooby-Doo Where Are You. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize how fucking old they were until I sat down and started doing research and I was like, I did not- this is insane that this came up. Uh, We're not doing plot point by plot point. Delaney has said this a hundred times No, because we're covering two full-length movies. I understand. I just wanted to make sure everyone knows because that's been our normal structure. We're not going to do it. And honestly, it's for the best because I couldn't even if I tried. We
1: were actively watching the movie and you said, I don't think that this movie has a linear plot. And it objectively does. It has quite a normal and linear
0: plot. I don't know that I would say it's got a normal plot, but. No,
1: I mean, at least for the first one, like, I. No, (laughs) no, no, I'm going to say what I said to you last night, (sighs) that this
0: has the same plot structure as Chippendale Rescue Rangers. It doesn't, though. It does. So here's the thing. In, wh- in what way? Okay. Other than them being famous people coming back and like things are different now. And they have to solve a mystery? Sure.
1: That's the plot of the first movie.
0: That's so vague. That's no, so it's vague. It's like we get
1: like a little intro about, you know, them as a group, them as a team, as a mystery solving based team. Mm-hmm. And then something happens to split them up. But then a new mystery brings the gang back together. And they're all like, "Ugh, we're fighting. We don't want to solve mysteries
0: together anymore. But through solving the mystery, they also solve the mystery of friendship. This came out before that. So Chippendale follows this plot structure, if anything. This also (laughs) follows the plot structure of a lot of stuff by that (laughs) logic though. Like, yes, you are correct in that. I cannot deny that this, I think you can make any plot structure vague enough that it would follow that plot structure. It's
1: specifically the idea of like-
0: follows the plot structure of Titanic too. They all show up to this thing and then it goes wrong. I'm and going to the place they're at smother you in your sleep. Suddenly doesn't feel that great anymore. <laughs> I gave <get laughs> such a detailed and they plot both, analysis. And they both have Scrappy Doo in them. <laughs> if you look in the corner of Titanic, Scrappy Doo is sinking the boat. Yeah, Scrappy Doo plays the iceberg. <laughs> um,
1: In terms of why the fuck this movie was made. Because it's interesting, like, this movie, these movies did fantastic when they came out. Yeah. Did critically awful, but then a few years later, I guess around the time of the Shaggy memes or whatever, you know, really gained a cult following. But I was watching these and I was like, no, I genuinely think this is a good movie. It's a very good movie. (laughs) Like, it feels very... I, I think, especially with this age of reboots and remakes and, like, just constant like regurgitating of IP. The fact that this one like tried to do something different and didn't just like make a very,
0: yeah. you know,
1: cut and dry Scooby Doo film, but with real people. Yeah. Like I think and I think that's the other thing that like I also think about Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Is it's it's you know making the IP almost, like, part
0: of the plot. Like, the fact that they exist they were as IP. characters. Well, and it also, it, it, after this happened and was good, it brought Scooby-Doo back to TV. Oh, did it? Yeah. The uh, What's New Scooby-Doo followed the success of this movie. And it returned to Saturday morning for the first time in a decade.
1: Mm. Yeah, so, like, what I have in terms of development is that um, this had started so the first movie, Scooby-Doo, not Sco- not Scooby-Dooby 2, Monsters Unleashed, Scooby Doo started development in 1994. So that was eight years before it actually um, was released. So, like, they had been developing it closer to when Scooby Doo Where Are You was on. It just took so long to make mm-hmm. <laughs> that I think it, you know, became a resurgence more than like following of a popularity. Warner Brothers had been like working with digital animation. And so I think they were like, yeah, we could do this. Yeah. Something I will say. Just right off the bat, because I know I have a reputation here of talking about my thesis, talking about CGI, talking about, you know, VFX, whatever. Look, are they great?
0: No. Do I think they detract from the movie also? I actually think they're good. I think, oh, they just needed like a little bit more time. (laughs) Sure. They needed, well, they needed 10, 15 years for the technology to develop. No, I just think they needed one person to be like, hey... Why is the character, like, lit
1: fully, but they're running around in darkness? I think they just needed, like, a bit more... Matthew
0: Lillard sells it.
1: No, so that's the thing. That's the thing that we both...
0: um, He sells it. I believe that dog's there.
1: And you compared it to Pinocchio. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, that doll was made using some of the highest technology we've had in 2022, and it looked like there was nothing there.
0: Matthew Lillard is... (laughs) talking to this dog yeah no everyone else does a good job as well but like he is he's the one who is alone with that dog for a lot of scenes and he he sells it i'm gonna see if i can find anything about its vfx filming
1: because i'm curious if they had a purse oh good there's a tw- there's a 22 minute long the making of scooby-doo the movie i think i have watched this before. oh my god i'm
0: gonna watch that i gotta watch that also i will say it's like it's not they're not great the costumes also aren't great like yeah. it feels like it's there's camp. a there's a level of camp to it in general
1: so it does look like um there was basically a guy in a green screen suit at least being like a physical body for where scooby would be yeah now the only picture i have is of um dressed scooby so it's just that's the scariest thing i've ever seen a in man in like a grandma dress with a green sheet over his head that's the scariest thing i've ever seen
0: <laughs>
1: um but it's it's it didn't try, because the thing is, like, if this movie were made today, and, like, you know, other Scooby-Doo reboots have been tried to make, it would be closer to, like, Riverdale, where they're, like, it's got to be super realistic, super gritty, super 2022. I like the fact that this is still cartoony yeah. while still being in real life. I think... Did you know there's
0: a gritty one coming out? I think I did. I don't Velma. Th- oh, yeah, that, that's the series. one where she's gay. T- no, no, no. So there's two. So the problem is, is that two trailers dropped on the same day. There's a One, book. that's for a movie. Velma is re- revealed as gay in the movie. And that's the Mindy Kaling one? No. Mindy, Mindy Kaling, Kaling one is the gritty one. It's Velma on HBO Max. And it's, it follows the same thing as like the Harley Quinn TV series, which I don't think you've seen, but I've seen. I have not. A lot of like real gore in it Mm. however they didn't put scooby-doo in it because they went we don't know how to do an adult version of this talking dog yeah so this is just (laughs) before they get the dog can
1: i can i can i play my favorite video clip of all time yes this is from the press tour of this first movie and it's sarah michelle geller and um freddie prince jr i think basically the interview was like hey why do you think that scooby-doo has resonated for so many years why do you think it's become such a cult you know cultural icon
0: offered so much more than every other cartoon it was so ahead of its time had a story, they, they they
1: worked hard to figure it out, and it wasn't gender specific, it wasn't a voice cartoon or a girls cartoon
0: or any of those things. It was a talking dog, you know what I mean? <laughs> he's got a point. <laughs> She's like, you know, it wasn't gendered, it was, you know, teaching kids to be smart. And he's like, it's a fucking talking dog. That's rad. That and I brought this up in the um, Chucky episode, I think. No, it wasn't No, I did no, bring this did. up in Chucky. You did. The reason this existed was because of the ACT Mm -hmm. They were like, television's too violent. And they went, all right, we'll put a talking dog in there and it's all fine. Yeah. Which I think also is why early, because there's been like a, there's been kind of like a push forward and back in this where it's like, initially, no real monsters. Middle started getting there. That was going to
1: be my question. Because that was like, obviously like the first one. I think that's my issue with the, not... Both of these are perfect movies. Perfect movies. <laughs> but th- I think that's why I th- understand people's issues with Monsters Unleashed. It's that it's like you're compl- like getting rid of like that, oh, it's just people in costumes thing. But if that had been like established beforehand... Yeah, I
0: mean, in the first one, it's a dog in a human costume.
1: At least then it's a dog in a human costume. And even then, the magic... Like, it's not good that it's explained with voodoo. The magic but like, doesn't make
0: sense. In, but it's not its
1: not just vague, you know, extraterrestrial. It's like, oh, this is voodoo magic. Which, again, yeah. not,
0: not great. Is it even? I still am unclear <laughs> on what that guy did for the plot. Does it matter? No. But, like, <laughs> was I guess. Is it the same voodoo guy from Chucky? Maybe. There was a point where they were like, we have three suspects. And it was the two people of color we've met and Mr. Bean. And I was like, this is not great. This doesn't feel Awesome. <laughs> Although in the second one, it still is a person in a costume. Mm -hmm. We just—it's just um, the person in two costumes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So no, that—that's my question. Why did um, Jacobo Mm -hmm. have to put on his Alicia Silverstone costume and then put on the like
0: mastermind costume? Did he know that he was gonna get unmasked and then? Well, because he doesn't seem alarmed at the second unmasking. Yeah. Yeah. But well, no, he's been living as Alicia Silverstone because her- Does her, he ever take it off? Her and Ned were cuddling. Ned, <laughs> That's why I made the joke about a consensual workplace relationship. And then Ned's like, you've been a guy we were cuddling. And I was like, oh, they did lose focus and have a non-consensual workplace relationship, I guess. Like, does he ever take off the Alicia Silverstone I think costume? he got it taken off. I guess because he was like, oh, I can't- People will recognize me, Jacobo. Mr. Jacobo. Of course. Tim Blake Nelson. So famous for my actions. Um- but the, the development of this... <laughs> it's not like anyone would be like... No, I feel like we'd be looking at, like, Ted Bundy. Probably not you, dude. Mr. Jacobo. Mr. Jacobo, who just, like, had wings... He was
1: the pterodactyl. He was a pterodactyl. At one point, Velma goes like, "Oh, it's a flying bat." I'm like, "You know that one of your villains you're looking for is a pterodactyl." She goes, it's a big,
0: creepy bat,"
1: and I'm like, I like "Well, hold you on. You know that pterodactyls
0: are a large part of this storyline." Is Velma? What is Velma's eye issue? Because she literally, <laughs> like, I guess they're trying to argue she's nearsighted, but she can't see shit anywhere. I think she's legally blind, but she's still able to be like, "Oh, look, it's a bat," and she gets like two inches closer and goes, "No, it's not. It's a pterodactyl." When she sees um the picture. Sorry, we just skipped
1: right to Monsters Unleashed. This is going to be a crazy episode. Just watch both of these movies and then come here, you'll get it. Yeah. But when she has her glasses off, she sees the picture of Jacobo. Yeah. Is able to identify it's that a as small a picture. Ass picture. Of Jacobo. It's a small and blurry picture and she doesn't she famously cannot see without her glasses. It's
0: crazy. Like it's insane.
1: Um
0: <laughs> My only issue with the movies
1: is, is the inconsistency that, of Velma's
0: eyes. The zombie is really scary looking, but not for scary reasons. I just don't like him. That's why I'm trying to find more information about the production of
1: this, because I want to know how like how much of that was practical. The zombie face was absolutely just a mask. I know. And so like... With, I think, maybe movable eyeballs. Yeah. Which was interesting, because like some of them looked practical, and then some of them looked fully CG, so I think that's why it just looked... The the <laughs> slime... The, the tar monster
0: looks like the guy from Monster vs. Aliens. <laughs>
1: seth rogan from monsters it looks exactly
0: like i think his name's bob it looks exactly like bob from Mo- i'm glad that over the years technology for making a big blob guy has not changed and then we just
1: stopped after monsters versus aliens we're like we don't need to do that again. we're like i feel like we've gotten that across
0: i think we've we all, perfected we've perfected blob guy with one eye i think we figured this out and then someone over at fucking illumination went let's give him legs but they started
1: wanting to do a live-action Scooby-Doo in 1994, and then it wasn't until the end of the 90s when Warner Brothers was like, hey, we kind of have some CG animation skills yeah. now that they're like, oh, we can we can do this. Um, originally, Mike Myers was supposed to co-write the screenplay with Jay Kogan and was on board to play Shaggy. The list of people who were on board to possibly play Shaggy is Who wouldn't be on board to play Shaggy? <laughs> it was possibly Michael Myers. It was possibly Jim Carrey excellent
0: too old but excellent well i mean it would have been 2002 that would have been jim carrey's peak he just has an old energy to him i guess but like i feel like jim carrey will take me out of a movie interesting because this would have been around the time of the mass unless this was advertised as jim carrey's (laughs) scooby-doo scooby-doo featuring jim carrey it would become known as the jim carrey scooby-doo movie
1: i guess yeah but this would have been right around when he was doing the grinch
0: so like it would have like yeah, f- fell in line with. No, could Jim Carrey have played the dog? Yes, I would have 100%. Like to, I would have been able to do that <laughs> easily. I would have bought that fast.
1: Um, and so <laughs> Mike Myers obviously did not end up playing Shaggy. <laughs> but what, what an experience that would have been, which is weird because he when I think of Mike Myers, I don't like I think of kind of short and stout. I yeah. think he's a very
0: small man versus a very tall, lanky, lanky... Shaggy is my type. I think we, we we keep doing this. We just have to be outright and say. We it. keep mentioning this, and last time you mentioned you like lanky men, the whole thing <laughs> fell over, and I spilled wine on my laptop, and now the zero and I keys don't work. But I think it's important to realize that um, Sh- Shaggy's kind of hot in this movie. Shaggy is kind of hot in this movie. I said I feel I feel like the. You can tell that you've grown up because you look at it and you're like, Shaggy's hot. Shaggy's kind of hot. Because I think Fred's very safely non-sexually hot. But at one point, like,
1: he's just grown up and he just has like, like his, he has like those arms that are lanky, but kind of buff. Because this would have been, what, seven years after Scream? They all look (laughs) good. Like this, this was, I think, Matthew Lillard's big follow up to Scream.
0: Everybody looks the hottest in this movie that they've ever looked. Yeah. I gotta say. Dude, yeah. Even Linda Cardellini, who still looks banging. Dude, Linda Cardellini looks so good. Linda Cardellini it's looks amazing. obscenely good in these movies. Linda Cardellini's Velma is amazing. <laughs> I like it because her Velma, I, I like that they kind of had different plays on it because her Velma feels very, like, she's not, like, she's not supposed to like be, like, she's in, she's the cartoon Velma, yeah. the way she talks and, like, gesticulates. Yeah. But it's still, you know, Linda Cardellini. <laughs> but she gives, like, a very genuine performance.
1: That's the thing. And that was, I think, the first thing that um, you noted while we were watching this. Everyone is giving such a... Like, everyone's taking this so seriously. They're playing it straight. And it's perfect. Yeah. It's literally perfect. And I think part of that comes from the fact that all of them um, genuinely loved Scooby-Doo as, like, kids. Like, if you read interviews, all of them were like, yeah, of course I'm going to fucking play. Like, yeah. Linda Cardellini loved Scooby-Doo. It's perfect. <laughs> and, and so... They're they're approaching it not as like a oh I'm just gotta do this kids movie like no they play it so hard. There's a lot of adult humor in this too. Is this made for children? So okay, I'm so I'm so glad you asked. I figured <laughs> that would come up. Okay, um, so this was written. Both of these were written by James Gunn, mm-hmm. who, for anyone who doesn't know. James Gunn. Um, he kind of started in the trauma horror world, but ha- has most recently done the Guardians
0: of the Galaxy movies. I saw a lot of stuff where people were like, a lot of the classic Marvel directors, the big names, started in horror.
1: Yeah, in horror or in TV, because yeah. Joss Whedon started on Buffy,
0: the Vampire Slayer, which I guess is like horror adjacent. But... And I think Tycho was just getting a hot dog down the street. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, hey, hey, what we do in the shadows isn't. Like it's 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 a horror comedy, I would say. What we do in the shadows is fine. It's a movie. No one else wants to do this. You there. (laughs) What are you listening to on your on your phone right now? And then they heard the song, they're like, Fine. Do it. Five billion dollars Do it. It's yours. Um (laughs) They had until five o'clock to find someone and it was four fifty (laughs) nine.
1: But, no, yeah, so James Gunn did the Guardians of the Galaxies. He did the most recent Suicide Squad. Not the first Suicide Squad, but the one... The Suicide the Squad. The Suicide Squad. where the they were, like, Suicide like Where squad. they were like, the first Suicide Squad was ass. We're yeah, gonna have James Gunn come in and fix it. Mordor Robbie looks
0: so good in it.
1: Well, and she's in both, isn't she? She's, she's in both. She's, yeah, she's in the new one. Sorry, so, like, if I'm looking at his filmography, this was 2002. The sequel was in 2004. Um, he also did the 2004 remake of Dawn of the Dead. And then continued doing horror after that. So, like, he's just... Yeah stayed within the horror world but also just recently got um hired as the co-ceo of dc so he has been put in charge of, of washington dc, DC. <laughs> you bitch dc comics that's crazy yeah or like of DC studios. dc studios so he's the one where they are they kind of like stole him i guess not really because disney fired him yeah disney fired well, him could, didn't he have like racist tweets okay. or like uh maybe pedophilic tweets? there was a reason that he was fired he had some bad tweets let me double check yeah so he had some tweets um involving
0: pedophilia and in the holocaust oh god um bad tweets but then i remember the whole cast of guardians was like yeah behind him. he's great to work with stood behind him um and so like it's
1: one of those situations where it's like Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. Um. But DC
0: went. Fuck it. But Disney let care. him
1: go. But DC really wants to be the MCU. They're and like, yeah, so look, they we can suddenly, forgive some tweets. They suddenly have this incredible screenwriter who uh, I think Guardians of the Galaxy when it came out was like the one of the most well regarded. People loved it. Marvel movies, and so now they're like, well, <laughs> and he has
0: a vengeance
1: now. <laughs> well, he has something to prove. Now he has to prove things. And so now he's just fully in charge of dc like he's he's helping them build like the dccu ew the dccu (laughs) um anyway (laughs) so um when he started writing this he famously um he talks about this movie a lot i think because one people are like hey you started with writing the scooby-doo movie yeah but he's talked about how he really intended this to be an r-rated movie it was going to have a much darker tone um Velma was full gay Velma was full gay they had a kiss between Velma and Daphne that was supposed to be how they got um their, their respective souls back Hot. in their bodies um Fred was supposed to, I don't know if like this one hasn't been said by Sean Gunn but in in a um 2012 AMA mm-hmm. <laughs> Matthew Lillard said that the original cut of the film had Fred revealing to be gay and that Freddie Prince Jr. had like known that as he was doing it so he'd like played him as such. And then I think they just added the Fred and Daphne kiss later. You did just call him Sean Gunn. Was that on purpose? Did I say Sean Gunn? You did say sorry, Sean Sorry, that's his brother, his brother. Thank you. His, sorry, Sean Gunn is on Gilmore Girls, okay. and he's James Gunn's well, brother. I was like, and I'm he assuming also, there's
0: a Sean Gunn.
1: There's a Sean Gunn, and he also um is like the on-set stand-in for Rocket Raccoon, because Bradley Cooper doesn't come to set, because like, of he, course just, he, doesn't. he just has he's to Bradley do the voices. And so there's a lot of pictures of Sean Gunn in like a full green suit, sitting next to um fucking, uh, what's his face, Drax, and he's just sitting there. <laughs>
0: and Sorry. A raccoon
1: james gunn um, i was like maybe who knows maybe sean gunn had a lot of opinions on this movie he probably did they they work together a lot i've done a lot of research on the gunn brothers <laughs> they they fascinate me but that's why there's still like a lot of you know fun adult jokes thrown out there um but the original one it was gonna be gay and it was gonna be um more poking fun at the original ip mm-hmm. and shaggy was gonna like fully gonna be a stoner with like You know, there's still a lot of weed references, but like outright.
0: There's a lot more weed references references in the second one. Yeah. In the second one, when each of them goes up to their respective group of Fans, and Velma has the lesbians. Some of the, like literally, I was like, that is, I was friends with all of these people in 2012. This is literally like hot topic, middle school peak. And then he walks over to just a bunch of people in green, smoking weed.
1: But yeah, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar said that uh, Daphne and Linda Cardellini's Velma shared an on-screen kiss that did not make the final film. Where is it? It wasn't just like for fun, she said, explaining it took place in the body switching scene. Initially in the soul swapping scene, Velma and Daphne couldn't seem to get their souls back together in the woods. And so the way they found was to kiss and the souls went back into proper alignment. So they
0: had to open mouth. I think so. We hypothetically have Fred literally just pulled the dress so he can look down Daphne's shirt. <laughs> And that's fine. I can see myself naked. <laughs> Has he not? I thought, felt like, I guess not. I think it seems like maybe. There's unrequited love between them throughout the series.
1: Yeah. and But so, it varies
0: who's who.
1: So it, it, it feels like. There's also some they love. Because they're not dating in this first one. They kiss at the end. But it definitely feels like, oh, maybe they flirted a little bit. But yeah. I don't think they fucked. I think maybe after the events of this film, they fucked.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Something something in this experience. The actors certainly did. So, yeah, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Geller uh, got married after working on I Know What You Did Last mm-hmm. Summer. I know. You you love I Know What You Did Last Summer. I don't summer. know, man. This is
0: good. <laughs> I like it. It's fun. <laughs>
1: um, and I think when they were casting, they wanted a real life couple to play them just because that'd be fun. But they um, cast Sarah Michelle Geller and then she basically went to Freddie Prince and went, Please, Please babe. Babe. babe babe can you be Fred? You be Freddy. Um and it's I don't know, it's just I think it's just really fun. There's they- sexual
0: tension between every single one of these people. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's the thing. If you had to tell me two people in this movie are married, I could see it
0: being any combination. Anything. I'd literally be like, "Okay, like married like now after things have like after laws have changed or we're married <laughs> at the filming of this because I could see either." <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, and it's set up. I said this. Set, it's set up like Velma and Fred are gonna get together. No, yeah.
1: There's, there's, there's a lot of sexual tension. This movie's horny as hell.
0: Um, Good, because that's how I felt watching it. I really it. like it. <laughs> Honestly, can't even complain. Uh, I, we can we can give like a little log line of the plot. At least of the first one. Um, it's Spooky Island. That's the log line. Pretty much. Um, they go to a racially almost somewhat <laughs> offensive. <laughs> A theme park. So it's one
1: of those things where it's like Princess and the Frog, where, like, obviously Princess and the Frog did, like, actual voodoo study. But it's like, voodoo is always going to be like, ah. Uh. The thing is, they filmed at a real park, like a real amusement park outside of Queensland, Australia. Yeah,
0: that's the thing. It was like that, and then it's like all of, like, they're like, ooh, our frightening demon people were just, like, very, like, indigenous coded. And I was like, like,
1: one little person. And then
0: one little person... (laughs) And I was like, okay, interesting. And then like some of their mask characters, one of them was just like giant round heads that looked like the squid game girl. <laughs> they're like the one that kills people, not just the hot girl yes, who's the I, lead. So I did understand And I was that. like, I feel like I'm seeing a lot of, um, of commonalities between these guys, but <laughs> they go there, they're invited there by letter. <laughs> Even though they're fighting, la
1: Agatha Christie's, and then there were none, where yeah. everyone gets an individualized letter saying, "Come to this island." After
0: two years of not speaking to each other or seeing each other once, yeah. So, what
1: what what is the primary conflict? Because it it starts with like a cold open of mm-hmm. spooky ghost yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it turns out he was flying because his suit
0: was just the technology <laughs> in the scooby-doo world i want a different series because they're like aha oh, ha 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 just a guy in a costume Jacoba was full flying yeah <laughs> i want to know more yeah um
1: <laughs> but like at least on this plot synopsis it says it's mostly between it's Fred, because he's a glory hog. Yeah. Daphne, who's sick of the one being captured. Daphne's is this kind of
0: thin. And Velma, because she always loses credit to Fred. It's Daphne. It, it, it's Fred and Velma, really. Because right. it's like, that's the thing. It's every time they come out, they're like, what happened? And Fred's like, oh, well, what I did was... When really, it's like Velma. And Velma's who... like, you can't even add numbers. So I don't know why you're <laughs> taking all the credit here. Well, I just have glasses. And then in
1: Monsters Unleashed, we find out... Ah, that um, she at the age of like twelve, handmade like an arc reactor.
0: <laughs> like she gets incredibly <laughs> smart in between. Like she's already smart. Where she's they're like, "What have you been doing?" She's like, "I've been working at NASA." But then all of a sudden, it's like she created. Like her talents are wasted. Well, that's the thing
1: is they're they're in like a, a clubhouse, like a treehouse in that second one. She's like, "Oh, my old fucking arc
0: reactor." Yeah, we just have to reverse the the streams and the monsters will go away duh obviously but then fred was like oh so this thing and i'm like so when did he learn science <laughs> and then daffy just goes we'll put it back i'm like see that's that's there. at she least that one makes that. sense um
1: but yeah the the, the uh, island and its subsequent amusement park are owned by mr bean yes i think they offered this role to tim curry which i'm
0: not gonna lie would have been dope as hell
1: can you...
0: i love seeing mr bean and stuff okay I pictured Tim Allen when you said that. Okay, see, that was my question. It's like, do you know who Tim Curry is? But I is? think I do know who Tim Curry is. Do you? I, I thought of him, and I knew, I- like, I knew as I thought. I'm like, no, that's Tim Allen. <laughs> you're just picturing fucking Tool time running Spooky Island. Oh, see, he-, he was the original fucking Frankenfurter. What? He's Frankenfurter. He was an- He was one of the it clones? Yeah, he was a Pennywise. Yeah, he was the original Pennywise. That's what I was going for. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Rocky Horror. I've never seen Rocky Horror. Was he just he was was he the evil guy in Annie? Yes! <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, the evil guy in Annie, Rooster? Oh, that's all what he's credited as. In Annie? Yeah. Please hold for a Tim Curry break.
1: <laughs> no, Rooster, yeah. He played oh. Rooster in Annie nineteen eighty two. Sorry,
0: he's credited as uh as Daniel Francis Rooster. So I only saw the first two. Natalie actually doesn't read ever past the first two. In my defense, his name is so long, it doesn't fit.
1: <laughs> I was like, there's not another villain in Annie. I don't think they... I don't think they did that much. No, yeah, Tim is a national treasure. I adore him. He's also um, the voice of Nigel Thornberry in oh. The Wild Thornberries. But I remember seeing Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed, in theaters. That movie came out in 2004. I was five. I think that's
0: my first, like, memory. Like, cogniz- <laughs> I think that's when I gained cognition. My Uncle David has, uh, he had and he still has, the entirety of Dragon Ball Z on VHS. The VHS collection, and each of them lines up to form one long image. <laughs> i need you to understand <laughs> okay i lived in a hole
1: <laughs> i'm tr- it's funny because like i'm reading through the plot so scrappy only w- became evil because he was possessed by the Demon Ritus. no or he did because they said that he was like possessed by the or is that when he got buff was that's buff- when he got buff buff scrappy was possessed by the Damon Ritus. yes
0: okay the park existed already yes he showed up for an audition for a, uh, a culturally insensitive <laughs> audition, I'll go ahead and say it. And then went, this is how I'm going to get back at the mystery gang. But also do all this other shit, I guess, mm-hmm. too. In there.
1: Well, Yeah, because we, we see Mr. Bean later.
0: Yeah, Mr. Bean just got pushed, I think also in a hole. <laughs> he, he was like, I'm going to take over this park. I'm mad at them because they threw me out of the bus because I peed on Daphne. You know, the way things go. That's that's animal Cruelty. They did throw a puppy on the show. Th- well, head. he's not a puppy. He's not a puppy. He, he is has a gland, gland disorder. Issue. Yeah. So that that was so made that's clear. ableism. They wanted to make it clear that it was not a child they threw out. They just threw out a disabled puppy. <laughs> not a puppy. I'm so sorry. Oh no. He's a full ass grown man. Full ass grown man. But so here's the thing. Because I had said something to you about it. Cause I forgot how this ended. I was like, well, <laughs> what's the logic of bringing them there?
1: You you were, you were like, yeah. So like, why did they invite the people who are known for solving, solving mysteries? mysteries? And
0: I just went. You don't know. You don't remember how this
1: ends, do you? No. Because again, my f- you know, however year old brain I was when I first watched this, really remembered Scrappy Doo existing inside of Mr. Bean. I knew
0: Scrappy Doo was in it, but I think that Scrappy Doo got filed into the the body switch scene where I was like, I like forgot. Now this, no one became Scrappy Doo. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought the body switch scene was, was a much bigger was a part, much of, bigger part well, of the scrappy movie. Scrappy-Doo is arguably a, quite a big part of the I movie. I thought Scrappy was a smaller part. I thought he was just like a throwaway um, So joke. you thought...
1: So whereas the movie really is like 90% Scrappy, 10% body I didn't switching. I don't know that saying. 90%. You thought it was 90% body switching, 10%
0: Scrappy. I don't know why it has to be a 90 <laughs> to 10 split. <laughs> I don't know why I'd say it 90% Scrappy. This movie scrappy. has two elements. I don't think this was a lot of Scrappy-Dappy-Doo, let me be honest. <laughs> um, I... Uh, and he's like, I'm gonna get revenge on them. But what I don't understand is why was he fucking with those college kids and don't worry, darling, brainwashing them yeah, also? I don't know. Like, that's the thing is I was like, well, hold on. So what was the other plot? Like, why, why were you doing this part? <laughs> just bringing kids here, wiping their memories and sending them back. Why? And also they're monsters that he didn't do. They're just monsters there. Um, oh, he was absorbing the tourists' souls. So like, was he just sending empty husks? yes. Because we see that happen like when Velma- He was sending them back possessed as monsters and the reason they were watching those videos was to learn how to be human. Yes, because the monsters- How many fucking monsters are on that island? It's a spooky island. (laughs) That's one one (laughs) scary island, man. It's one spooky island. No, yeah, because
1: they take out the souls of the person and then put the monster in the body because the monsters can't be in something. He collected
0: way more souls than he needed. He collected a shit ton of souls. He could have put this plan into place a year ago. When Shaggy goes to, like, the little soul soup... There's so much souls. It looks like the fucking underworld from Hercules. Where it every, looks like that thing from Harry Potter. Where every soul in existence, I think, is in there. Well, and then he, like, absorbs the souls, but then they knock over a thing that's full of souls. <laughs> so, like, he didn't even use maybe half the souls.
1: Also, so when this whole thing was was finished, did, did those souls return to those kids?
0: I don't know. Because we've also seen that they they do follow the laws of just, like, regular being and that they can't go through doors like if a door is closed it it bumps into it so like did they have to like did they have to sit there and wait while their soul flew as a floating little head across an ocean I don't know where this island is.
1: <laughs> I mean, assuming it's an island, there is an
0: ocean there. There's going to be an ocean there. It is It is a spooky yeah. And island. it is an island. We see that they have to get there by ferry or whatever yes. the hell. With the Coast Guard that, for some reason, just last maniacally laughs maniacally in the middle of the movie. It's, it's just a fake out. But I'm like, wait, hold on. Why were they? Because.
1: <laughs> um... <laughs> why? Because <laughs> they're, you know, Fred and Velma get like kidnapped or whatever. Yeah. And Mary Jane, who, and we also bonded over this, that it really sucks that Mary Jane turns out to be evil at the end,
0: because their relationship is cute. Well, and then I was watching it again, and it looks like she gets she evil gets back halfway to normal. through. So it's not like she was evil on the plane. Oh, was she not? No, I don't think so. Oh, this, I
1: Because thought... she's still
0: allergic to dogs.
1: Well, that might be the body, not the soul. We don't know what is and is not
0: attached to souls. Well, the voice we know. Yes. However... I guess that immediately conflicts, because we definitely heard her talk like a girl.
1: But then we also heard her talk like a boy.
0: Yeah. But how come, like, in Daphne's body, Fred wasn't like, let me do a Daphne voice. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's implied that she, early on, because she also has, like, a friend on the island. Don't know what happens to her. I don't know why they didn't sit together on the plane. I thought, um... That plane had a full bar.
1: That plane was dope as hell. That plane
0: had a walk-up bar, and you could sit wherever you wanted. (laughs) And someone had a loose cat. Yeah. But the dog couldn't be on board. No, we had to disguise the dog. But the loose cat was just sitting there. Yeah. And then I think Scooby ate the cat. (laughs) I heard, no, Scooby, don't eat the cat. And then, like, a death meow? I think Scooby ate that cat. I think that this movie should be on Does the Cat Die?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Do we ever get, like, are there... Is this, like, a special... I know I'm not supposed to look into the talking dog thing, but is this, like, a special breed of dog that just gets that is just also so in the second movie mm-hmm. they start drinking potions from the fucking lab <laughs> and
0: Don't it's make
1: my joke about the Tasmanian devil No 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 it's no cuz i didn't like that joke. i liked it <laughs> they're like drinking potions and it's going back and forth between Scooby and Shaggy and Scooby drinks one and now he has like full um coherence in his speech and he's like oh i've gained intelligence oh it's I,
0: just it's it's uh I, flowers I, for algernon
1: but like he was like oh i wish i could go like so are we saying that Scooby can't talk just because... Why can Scrappy talk in full sentences and Scooby can't, is the thesis statement of my question. I
0: think because there's something wrong with Scrappy. <laughs> I think Scrappy is not correct. Versus I think Scooby, the idea is just that he learned how to talk, which is why he still talks like a dog. Right. And like, doesn't really say full sentences. There's also
1: not a lot of consistency in what
0: consonants turn into R's for no, Scooby. not at all. <laughs> I'm also gonna say it. Great Danes come in a lot of colors. Solid brown's not one of them. <laughs> also, what's his full name? Okay, so it varies. <laughs> okay, did you look this up? Because this is a whole discussion is, we had I during think, the movie. I think this is a great time for my mini game. Okay, great. Are you gonna just do the list? Are you just gonna show me various no? Because what I have is I have the intros for every one of the Scooby-Doo animated series. There's a total of 14. Jesus Christ! This aired in 1969. And is continuing now. That 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 fourteen. I don't believe includes Velma, which is coming out, right. and then the other thing coming out, which one. is the no. That's a, that's the movie. There's another <laughs> series coming out. That's a movie. The movie. There's fifty six <laughs> movies. The movies are separate. <laughs> one of them has Hayley Kioko. There's fifty six movies. <laughs> one of them Hayley Kioko Hayley Kioko plays Velma. Yes. The uh the, a, a new one coming out that's just like uh Paw Patrol. But it's Scooby-Doo. It's Scooby-Doo and Shaggy at a sleepaway camp. And it's basically Scooby-Doo, but it's all dogs and Shaggy. (laughs) 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 Is basically my my description of it. Is that it's him and Scooby and then three little puppies that are like, we're gonna be big. (laughs) And I'm like, no, you're not. (laughs) So I'm gonna play them to you. For you. They all have pretty similar names. I'm just... This is really just for me to be able to talk about the show. Okay, but I'm gonna play them for you, and I just want you to tell me what year you think. The okay, I don't. Like. I don't have to say because no. all of the titles are just Scooby Doo. Where are you, Scooby Doo? and a question, Scooby Doo. Who are you? What's new, Scooby Doo? What's new, Scooby Doo? Be cool, Scooby Doo. Scooby is one. Be be cool, Scooby Doo. Be cool, Scooby Doo. Is that the West Side Story version where they come and like snap and they're just like, no, but that was an order. That one's like, Scooby Doo, calm the fuck down. <laughs> That's why Scooby gets antidepressants. <laughs> So uh, yeah, I'm okay. just going to play them. Can I?
1: Can I have a? Sorry, can I have the rate right, the, the year? They're going
0: to be chronological. They're going to be chronological. Yes. Okay. And it's 1969 to 2017. Okay. With this, so having I come
1: just, out in so I just, so they will be chronological, I just have to. Okay. Cool. You
0: Great. just have to. I just. I, I want just have you to, to try and figure out okay. the concentration. If this first of one these, isn't 1969, <laughs> that'd be insane, right? Number one.
1: Oh, that's groovy as hell. This is,
0: I used to watch this one. I assume this is 1969. 1969 to 78. Okay, so I'm also giving ranges. Okay. You don't have to give ranges. Because the thing is, the ranges overlap severely. Oh, okay, great. (laughs) Okay, next one.
1: Okay, it's a bit mellowed.
0: A little bit more 70s yeah i'm gonna say 75 this is the same thing it's just the (laughs) the second version of the song they use sometimes this is also 69 to 78 is there any rhyme or reason as to which one got which one i tried to find it couldn't never mind great i guess so i guess it was on during 1975 yeah this one just says it's for the movies so i'm just gonna play it i've seen this movies there was a series of movies i think maybe they were released as a package if you look at the movies there's consistency across the movies they're done in almost always the same cartoon style the movies have stayed very consistent i mean yeah because that's because i think that ties into mine that's like the zombie island that's the cyber chase that's yeah that's where they've had the same daphne they've had the same scooby they had matthew lillard yeah all right next one shaggy thing that also feels very 70s so like 77 so this is the Scooby-Doo show 76 to 78 Ooh. so we have not left 78 no but I that was, got it though I got it uh, this is just also an. this is an umbrella term for a section of the Scooby-Doo incarnation of the original one mm-hmm. I don't know it's weird <laughs> I think the next one might be what I'm thinking. Yep. Here's the next one. Not this.
1: It's Scooby's All-Star a olympics starring Scooby-Doo
0: and the gang. Scooby-Doo. 85. Uh, so we are still before <laughs> 78. <laughs> This was from ABC's programming block called Scooby's All-Star Laugh Olympics, which was a two-hour block of television uh, that just had eight episodes of scooby <laughs> doing in it. Um, eventually, they changed it to uh, Scooby's All-Stars the next year. This was a yearly thing for three years. Okay. And then it became uh, uh, related to dino <laughs> uh, but then dino appears to have gotten canceled. I don't know. This was just like they were doing fun things at the Olympics, I think. Great. Next one. Uncle Scooby? Hi! I'm Scrappy Doo! Oh.
1: Scrappy Doo? Does he not know Scrappy
0: exists? Is Scrappy his bastard nephew? So this is where we are introduced to Scrappy, and uh, I guess he's his nephew. In this version, he's his nephew. Does it change in various versions? Yeah. He wasn't his nephew in the movie. Was
1: He well, he's just, just a guy? He's just a
0: guy. He's just a guy they picked up? Yeah. I'm going to say this is 83. This is...
1: <laughs> this is still in the 70s? This is 79. I'm going to kill
0: myself. <laughs> so this is 79. What if uh, which, this was my final straw? This is 79, at which point they realized that the, uh, the program was getting worn out, the formula. <laughs> so they were like, you know what we'll do? A second we'll dog. add Scrappy Doo the nephew. Um, and it became the show called Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo, is the title of the show. And it looks like the people didn't show up until later. <laughs> like later in the show. I don't know, man. All right. There's more of it, but there you go. That's such a long instrumental. It's so much longer. It keeps going for so long.
1: Um, Jesus. Um, 82. Please tell me
0: we're in the 80s. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we have just hit, we have hit 80. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so this one is uh, the Richie Rich and Scooby-Doo show <laughs> and Scrappy 2.
1: Um, that's the full title that's the
0: full title and it's just again so this also appears that a lot of these were just packages under a name right and like that's why i think there's so much ambiguity about who has what starter thing but yeah this was just a collection of richie rich and scooby they weren't even together it was just a collection of each of their their cartoons oh so it wasn't even scooby-doo interacting with richie rich no 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 No. (laughs) um There was also, from what it looks like, three or four more Scrappy-Doo, Scooby-Doo-based ones uh, between uh, this and, like, they just only put one of the, I, I don't, never mind, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Here we go. Great. Oh. Oh looks like they go international. <laughs> um, um, 84. 83 to 84. Nah. This is the new Scooby and Scrappy-Doo show. Next one. Great. This one looks vaguely racist as I go through, the, through the little scrubber. So let's see.
1: No, stop putting Scrappy in it. I'm going to say it's, like, also 84.
0: Yes. (laughs) This is the Scary Scooby Funnies. How many of these do you have? So many. No, not that many, I promise. promise. (laughs) We're, like, we're more than halfway through. Okay. (laughs) This, uh, so fun fact about this one, this just contained uh, the Scooby-Doo segments of Richie Rich and (laughs) Scooby-Doo. No. (laughs) So, so... (laughs)
1: I'm going to go to my TV economics professor and be like, hey, can you explain to me the business decisions made here? Yes.
0: So it just was the reruns of that. And they wonder why they took Scooby-Doo off the air. It's (laughs) because they had the same three fucking things happening. And half of them had Scrappy. All right, next one.
1: This is a war. Is that Eddie Murphy's The Haunted Mansion? <laughs> yeah, that's the year it came yeah. out. Eddie... 87. Uh, 85. Okay. This is
0: The 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Which is crazy, because Matthew Lillard was also in the movie, 13 Ghosts, yeah, 20 I years later. I don't understand <laughs> at all. Also, for some reason in this one, it's just Daphne, Scooby, and Shaggy. Oh. And then some other kid. Oh. Oh? Um, I think his name might be Flim Flam. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, he is either- the other kid is either Flim Flam, Weird, Bogle, or Vincent Van Gogh, who is a ghoul version of Vincent Van Gogh. Oh, hell yeah, I love Vincent Van Gogh. Play uh, voice by Vincent Price. <laughs> so
1: good.
0: Dude, that one's a fucking Bob.
1: Are we still in the 80s?
0: No. Okay, I was going to say, that feels kind of 90s. I'm going to say it's 91. Uh, I believe it ended in 91, yes. Okay. This is a pup named Scooby-Doo. Aww. This follows him as a puppy, and I think the rest of them are also kids. I I, I vaguely know about that one, yes. Yes. And also, Fred's uncle shows up. <laughs> and it's Aren't. also Scrappy-Doo. Oh my god. <laughs> the lore. <laughs> I'm noticing you have a visceral reaction.
1: (laughs) He's not gonna listen to this. It's fine. (laughs) Um, This theme song was um, a popular TikTok sound, really, during the pandemic, for people to show off their like Scooby Doo, basically like Disney bounds. So like, you put together like, you know, if Daphne were in 2022 or whatever, and I did one because my partner at the time was obsessed with like obsessed with Scooby Doo. Gross. And um, the picture of me in my Daphne outfit was then his contact photo for me from that TikTok.
0: I'm going to say something so respectfully. <laughs> so there's so much respect in my voice when I say that. It. it sounds like you actively want me to die. This has the same energy as wearing like a Slave Leia costume because your man loves Star Wars. Yeah, I know. Okay. I just wanted to say that. I know. With the most respect I can watch. I And I agree. Look, um, I am not above dressing as whatever the fuck. <laughs> to get laid. To get laid. I'm not above it. I'm not. If someone wants a Hatsune Miku. That's not even the right Asian. I'll nope. do it. I don't give a shit.
1: It's my little pigtails. Um, I don't know. Ninety-five. This
0: is actually we are in the two thousands. Oh, this point. okay.
1: See, I-, I wanted to guess that, but
0: this is uh, so this is a decade after a pup named Scooby Doo. Okay. This, I believe, yes. so This is 2002. This is what was. This is what was like spurned. This by was this. brought back on because yes. it's the original footage. And it's what new... it's what's new Scooby Doo. Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm curious. curious what's up with him? Who knows? <laughs> Next one. What's new Scooby Doo? It's like what's new
1: Pussycat? Yeah. What's
0: a after you. We're gonna that
1: feminism.
0: We're gonna follow you. <laughs> That's the, they say the words to the original one. I think everyone's just too overwhelmed by the the rock.
1: Um, you guys can't see this because this is an audio-only podcast, but I was absolutely rocking it on the air drums. You were. Anna, that feels definitely like the era of trying to be feminist. I'm going to say that's like a 2009.
0: Same show. This is still What's New Scooby-Doo. They just did a new theme song? Uh, I couldn't find why. However, this is the Hex Girls, which is a band <gasps> yes, I in do. the Scooby universe. I, I do know the Hex That Girls. did come back in hex girls are fun because hex girls represent like that overlap of like when things started being like are there monsters because yeah. they think they're witches but they're not but oh. then one because they like seem to a spell and they're like no it's just making like fucking throat coat could be saying and we needed it <laughs> but then they're also like but one of us is wiccan and then one of them is the descendant of an actual witch later on so it varies it's unclear <laughs> all right we have i think two more great oh we have three more oh okay <laughs> Um, we don't need to have three more, but I got to show you this other one. (laughs) No, I won't. What's your thoughts? Um... I
1: feel like whenever Fallout Boy was at their peak, so I'm going to say 2006. You are correct. 2006.
0: 2006, this is Shaggy and Scooby-Doo Get a Clue. The premise of this show is around the fact that Shaggy Rogers has an uncle named Uncle Albert Shaggleford. Wait! I told you it's important information. Uh, actually, a doctor, turns out later, uh, he disappeared. So they're off to find oh, him, no. I think. Oh no, his uncle. His uncle, Shaggleford. Oh, no. I oh know, your uncle. His uncle, who was also Scrappy-Doo. Um, then there is one that can't be played for copyright reasons, which I will then play. It wasn't in this one, but I have to play it for you because you got to hear it. So here's the, the last one. Nice. Nice. <laughs> that was just a fun little bop. That was a fun little bop. So you
1: can't play it because of
0: cop- like... No, no, no. That's the one I can play. This, I'm, I'm on a compilation. They didn't play one for copyright reasons. I'm going to play it. I don't <laughs> think they're going to copyright strike us. But that's going to be our last one, because I have a lot to say about that one.
1: Okay. Um. Okay, so the last- This, I'm feeling, is like a 2010,
0: like one of the most recent reboots. Mm-hmm. This is a 2017 reboot. Oh, wow. So at the point when this video was made, this is Be Cool Scooby-Doo. Okay. <laughs>
1: This is, is Be Cool Scooby-Doo,
0: which I want to see who animated it, because it looks like it was animated by the people who did Rick and Morty. Mm. It looks exactly like that. Like, it's, I hate it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it like almost, it has it, that, or like American Dad. It looks like um 16 from the Cartoon Network, almost. Yeah. So here's the fun one that's copyright stricken, but <laughs> we're going to play it, because they can't stop me. Oh. So this is called Scooby-Doo and Guess Who? Okay. There was a mystery guest for each one. <laughs> and I need you to hear some of these mystery guests. Um, this is very important to me that you hear these. I wanna find the year this is from, just be accurate. Okay, so this would have been, this is 2019. Okay. That it premiered and then moved to HBO Max uh, with the second season being released in uh, it's like the finishing of it, October 1st, 2021. Mm-hmm. so a guest each one here are the guests that i'm gonna to read to you um they're separated by who reads them by each like title card but let's just do some fun fun ones uh like what guests do they have abraham lincoln <laughs> wait <laughs> sherlock holmes halsey urkel okay chija hadid okay morgan freeman okay bill nye and neil degrasse tyson together together fun weird Al. okay wonder woman
1: Great. The Flash. The, the,
0: the, okay, these are like the characters. I think so. We've gone to fictional characters. Well, no, but we're going to Steve Buscemi, <laughs> Batman, Keena <Gina> Thompson, <laughs> Carol Burnett, <laughs> Jason Sudeikis, what? Wanda Sykes, <laughs> Liza Koshy. So
1: Lucy Liu, Cher. <laughs> so at least most of these are people who
0: can be voiced by alive people. Who voiced Abraham Lincoln? Alex Trebek. No, what? That, that he's also a guest. Oh, Alex Trebek. Uh, Penn and Teller, Whoopi Goldberg, George Takai, Tim Gunn, Macklemore. All of Macklemore. But uh, uh, one of my favorite ones is when the, the guest was just Frank Welker, Greg Griffin, Matthew Lillard. Ed oh, Casey. I've seen clips from this! Where <gasps> 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 the guest for this episode was just the I'm voices. The voices! I've seen clips from that, I like believe it's the Ghosts of a Thousand Voices or something. I've
1: seen that! Oh my god!
0: <laughs> Casey Musgraves. <laughs>
1: When did we move from jinkies to jeepers? Oh, wait, no, jeepers is Daphne. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, why did they have Scoob introduced myself? Sure. <laughs> can, can that be your new ringtone
0: for me? Whoa, a Cher. Sure.
1: Whoa, a share!
0: That was my share impression. That wasn't even a Scooby. Reverend Run. But I don't know who that is, but... Matt Lillard and, Kate Micucci. <laughs> and they put them in yeah, the show so yeah. you just see them all <laughs> which that's excellent television that's so fucking funny and then following them will be the velma series and the one i told you about the kind of puppy dog pals paw patrol style yeah it's a minigame <laughs> how insane is that last one? <laughs> whoa it's sure (laughs) everyone i name just gets more and more who's jeff foxworthy do you know him yeah he's the host of are you smarter than a fifth grader he was on it look at their keenan thompson this is mean (laughs) we might have to just sit here and look at all their things after the podcast this is nuts (laughs) the hex girls which is just their band (laughs) Christian Slater?
1: Uh, from Heather's and from Mr. Robot.
0: That's Casey Musgraves. Uh, boy, it's Casey Musgraves. <laughs> Bill Nye and Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's a pretty good character of Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> That's pretty actually. good. Jessica Beale? <laughs> Terry Rancho. And Dynamite and the Blue Falcon, of course. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> it's like every person I read, it gets more and more confusing. Well, I
1: feel like this is actually a good time to transition to um, my rant for the episode. Cool. Axel Rose? <laughs> yeah, my rant. Axel <laughs> Rose. <laughs> How did you know (laughs) about Matthew Lillard? Yes. Because I remember when all this came out, um, basically. So the original voice of Shaggy was Casey Kasem Mm -hmm. and he did it from 1969 until two, um, 2009. So he did it for 40 years. Um, and then his voice or his, uh, health started deteriorating. Uh. So he had to step away and like retire from it. And so by that point, um, they asked Matthew to come do it. And, yeah, I think at that point, he had really only done these live action ones, but they knew that he could do the voice and that people, like... Liked him. Liked (laughs) him. And so, starting in 2010, he started, like, doing basically all iterations of Shaggy. And so, like, that was video games, that was TV. Like, he was the new, just, voice of Shaggy. Because, like, with voice acting a lot, you know... Once you have one person doing it, you just kind of do it everywhere.
0: Mystery Incorporated, Be Cool, Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo, and guess who? Which you just did, Mm -hmm. and then every direct-to-video film since 2010. Yes, Um, and so like he, you know, was,
1: you know, hard in voice of Shaggy. He
0: was. He was all in on that,
1: and so probably had a contract of some sort that said any iteration of Shaggy, you are signed on unless you like want to turn it down. So then comes the movie Scoob. Oh
0: God, Scoob. (laughs)
1: And I don't want to blame the movie Scoob. No, we can. Um, apparently it was bad, so it doesn't even matter. Cool. It, was, it came out in 2020, but... Oh, yeah. And it's set in an alternate Hanna-Barbera animated multiverse. Yeah. Well, and also their other animation yeah. things. Um, but what happened is they announced the cast for Scoob and, you know, did a press release saying who had been cast in this. Hold on, let me go to the voice cast. They announced Will Forte as Shaggy. Gina Rodriguez as Velma, mm-hmm. um, Zach Efron as
0: Fred. That feels fair. And
1: Amanda Seyfried as Daphne. Yes. And Matthew Lillard found out with the rest of the world that he was replaced.
0: Yes. Which just sucks. So so I do want to add also the voice for Daphne. She yes. had been doing it for 30 years. Same thing happened to her.
1: Great Lyle, tw- I have her tweet pulled up. Yes. At March 2nd, 2019. Um, Matthew Lillard tweeted... Well this sucks. What a crappy way to find out. Thanks
0: Hollywood, you never cease to amaze me. How did he not know there was a movie, entire scoop movie coming out? That's crazy.
1: I I mean okay. until it's until a press yeah. release, you're not really telling people outside of the production about it that much. Huh. Like or maybe he knew it was happening. I was like, "Oh, get I Was it I, done I'm by, by a different
0: company? No, mm-hmm. it was Warner. Why did Warner do that to them? <laughs> because Warner sucks.
1: Um, and then Great Delisle quote tweeted his tweet and said truly heartbreaking i feel like they should have used celebs in the supporting cast but kept the original gang people want to hear the voices they grew up with at least they kept frankie that's frank wells the scooby vo-
0: voice of scooby um right so frank, frank wells frank didn't frank, tell them
1: sorry frank welker sorry sorry. frank
0: welker didn't tell him man guys that scoop movie we just voice crazy right <laughs>
1: I don't think they have a group chat.
0: They should. You're telling me that they don't have a group chat named Mystery Incorporated. That's in, that's, that's 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 illegal.
1: What's interesting is that uh, Frank Welker, despite doing basically every iteration of Scooby Doo, you know, from I think he was the original. He did all the movies. He did not do the Scooby voice in these two specific movies. Really? It was someone named Neil Fanning, and he did only he did the voice of Scooby Doo just for these two movies. Frank Welker didn't do them. He was busy.
0: Probably. <laughs> he, was pretty, he was too busy getting ready for Scoob. <laughs> he, was, he was starting a 20-year-long... <laughs> um,
1: And Scoob uh, received mixed reviews who praised its animation and sense of nostalgia but criticized its modernization and screenplay. <laughs> so, like, I think they, like, tried to put in big voices to try and get, like, people to see it, but which is a really weird thing in animation because... I don't know, maybe it's just, it's never been me. I've
0: never been like, oh, Chris Pratt is voicing Mario. Time for me to go see the Mario Well, Will mo- Forte doesn't feel like a big enough name to replace Matthew Lillard. Right? The rest of them, I'm like, okay, like- Sure. I feel like the guy who voices um, Fred was like, yeah, I'm not Zach. Efron. I think Efron. that's also Frank Welker. And so I think he was- I think f- he was like, I can't be, I can't Frank be- Frank Welker does both. So I, I think- can't be Zach Efron, that's fine. <laughs> I know my line. <laughs> But yeah, if I were like, I can't believe that are replaced by Will Forte. <laughs> and I love Will Forte, but I'd be like, come on.
1: Yeah. Basically, like, there's no hard feelings between any of the actors. And obviously, like, I think DeLisle and Matthew Lillard are still, like, working with Warner and, like, the Scooby-Doo franchise and Hanna-Barbera, but... Yeah, they are. It, it was, like, a big, you know, thing. It, it just felt disrespectful yeah. of voice actors and, like, what they do and just saying, especially for characters who have very
0: iconic voices to just right. be like
1: eh, just have it be gina rodriguez just have it be will forte it's
0: like a, you don't like the new kermit
1: i don't like the new Kermit, and it sucks it sucks okay because the old kermit voice did it for years his name was steve whitmire okay. <laughs> and he did it for years but he was an asshole
0: on set gotcha <laughs> of course he was he was kermit <laughs> what are you gonna do fire kermit he said in a kermit voice probably <laughs> He inherited the role after Jim Henson's death, mm-hmm.
1: and so he did it from 1990 until 2016, and then he got
0: fired because he was mean. He was an he ass. Groped an intern but, or something.
1: But here's the thing: I can't like, and this is like no hate to to um, Matt Vogel, who's
0: currently doing the voice.
1: It just doesn't sound like Kermit. <laughs> I
0: have heard so many better Kermit impressions. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Kermit is my boyfriend. Kermit is a frog. Anyway. Yeah, from what
0: I'm seeing, Matt Lillard, we're we're buddies now. Matt, yeah, Matt. Looks like Matthew Lillard still is doing, um, he still did the 2021 movie, Scooby-Doo, The Sword and the Scoob. <laughs> um, and a 2022 movie, Trick or Treat, Scooby-Doo. Honey, come in, in a
1: hat. He um, if you are at Carter Vale Music on TikTok
0: I love your work. <laughs> Genuinely love your work. What year is it? Right now? Yeah. <laughs> 2022. Okay it is 2022. Okay then this <laughs> came out this month. <laughs> what did? Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo. Oh good for them. The 37th direct-to-video Scooby-Doo <laughs> film. <laughs> I'm sure we could find it on HBO Max right now. Um, well that's the weird thing is that's because HBO Max has some of the shows. Did you know though in Velma so in Velma it's uh, Minnie Lake mm-hmm. and she's Indian. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Constance Wu, I think it is. Oh, it's Black Shaggy. Black Shaggy and Asian Daphne. Yeah. But her hair's still red. And then for some reason... It's okay. You're blonde. You have no... (laughs) Yeah. They're just dunking on Fred because Fred just is... He's 16, but they specify has not gone through puberty yet. (laughs) But the concept of it is a love quadrangle among all of them because Velma's in love with Fred. Fred's in love with Daphne. Are they all 16? yes okay no no it's not just full-grown adults <laughs> and then their friend the six, well i was like the pre prepubescent like, guys 16-year-old. if we're gonna make a love quadrangle, can we at least make it legal no it's because it, it's i believe they're because okay. they couldn't fit scooby doing it they're like this is just like right right they're gonna <laughs> Let's find just the make them fuck they're gonna find the dog eventually first they gotta work some stuff first out. they gotta fuck um
1: so you took us through all of the tv shows i did um, I'm bringing back an old classic for my mini game, which is the letterboxed game. Hell yeah! Which is just me going into my letterboxed and screenshotting, and that's and that's the game. Good game. But I lied to you earlier. This is not what just reviews between these two movies. Oh, you never told me that. Oh,
0: great. So then- <laughs> you've only ever been truthful to me.
1: So these are a bunch of Scooby. I don't know how familiar you are with like you know, the broad gamut of movies.
0: All 54 of the direct- All 54
1: <laughs> of the movies. Um, I, I don't have all of them on here. Good. I just kind of... That'd be shocking. I just kind of ran through. Even if you have no idea what it's from, just give me a fake title. And some of these will be very good reviews and some of them will be very bad. Okay. And there's just a wide variety of Scooby-Doo movies, both live action, both kind of direct-to-DVD, both theatrical. You know, both three things. Um, are you ready? hold on. Hold on. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes. Um, I do have one real quick thing I just wanted to point out. that I just found. While they were designing Scooby-Doo, they the lead character designer had a, uh, a breeder of Great Danes, like a professional Great Dane breeder come in with a prize-winning Great Dane, and then proceeded to ignore everything they said, <laughs> 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 which is why I think That's he looks you. the way he does. You're the, you're the professional Great Dane expert. Yes. Okay, first one.
1: This movie is such a divine gift, it makes me question my lack of religious beliefs. Four and a half stars.
0: The original live-action Scooby-Doo. Yes,
1: this is Scooby-Doo 2002. Yes, um, one of these I didn't I didn't screenshot it, but one of them was just the quote. Um, I can't believe I remember when Matthew Lillard walked onto set and said that he had killed God.
0: <laughs> Yo, okay, the Shaggy memes <laughs> are hilarious. Funny. <laughs> They're fantastic, and um, he also he when he had that Airbnb, he tweeted Shaggy memes. Yeah. Dude, Matthew Lillard's a national treasure. He's wonderful. <laughs> five stars does this count as vulgar autourism? <laughs> see okay so here's the thing do i have to guess or can i give you some of the actual fucking titles because they're equally stupid do that scooby-doo and wwe curse of the Speed demon <laughs> no this is in fact scooby-doo 2 monsters of god damn it okay
1: Five stars. Better than Titanic. Should have won an Academy Award. Biggest snub of 1998.
0: Well, I can go to my 1998.
1: You can. Is this Scooby-Doo Zombie Island? <laughs> this is Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Which many people laud as the best Scooby-Doo movie. Interesting. I, I have seen it. I didn't like, you know, it, it, was, it was it was fine. Um, <laughs> five stars. Cinema. Actually, though, one of the greatest villains ever put to scream. And then it has the villain's name. Um, and then like a bunch of greater than signs, Darth Vader, Buffalo Bill, Ivan Drago, Heath Ledger's Joker, Hans Gruber, Frank Booth, Reverend Harry Powell, and the Wicked Witch of the West.
0: Uh, well, of course, most iconic of the, um, uh, villains, that has to be Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. <laughs> this is 2001
1: Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase, <laughs> Where I think they enter the internet, maybe? Looks like it. <laughs> Two stars. Shaggy calls his basement the Shagwell Manor. Shaggy is one step away from getting me Too'd.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, then, perfect. This obviously is chill out, Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is the <laughs> Haley Kioka. It this is. is. This is Scooby Doo. The mystery begins. This is a, one of the live action ones.
1: Yeah, two stars.
0: Longer than I remember, but also very horny. Of course, that's gonna be the Lego Scooby-Doo blowout beach. Rush. Unfortunately,
1: this is Scooby-Doo 2002. Oh man! However, I admire your effort. Thank you. Um, one star. Thank God, Scrappy-Doo
0: died in Miami, so he didn't have to live through this. <laughs> that's gonna be. Straight out of nowhere, Scooby Doo meets Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is just Scooby. <laughs> what year do you think that, straight out of nowhere, Scooby Doo meets Courage the Cowardly Dog would have come out? 2011. 2021. What? <laughs> is Courage the Cowardly Dog still on? This is the most recent one. If you had asked me two weeks ago what the latest direct to video <laughs> Scooby Doo movie is, it's straight out of nowhere Scooby Doo meets Courage the Cowardly Dog.
1: Um. Five stars. The best Scooby-Doo movie. You can't change my mind ever. I will defend this movie till the day I die. The way I have this whole movie memorized because of how much I watched it on DVD when I was younger. We'll never forget the day I came home to see someone stepped on the DVD and it was wrecked. Worst day ever, not gonna lie. LMAO, no. But for real, the best Scooby-Doo movie.
0: This is gonna be uh, Scooby-Doo abracadabra-doo.
1: <laughs> no, I'm so sorry
0: to tell you this, but this is Scooby-Doo Pirates Ahoy. No! <laughs> What I love about these is that it also there's no rhyme or reason to whether or not they put an exclamation point after Scooby Doo's name. (laughs) In Scooby Doo Pirates Ahoy, there's two exclamation points. Scooby Doo
1: Pirates (laughs) Ahoy. Ahoy! Um, three stars. No Scooby, don't fuck that chihuahua. (laughs) Would you like me to read it (laughs) again? This is Scooby Doo stage fright. The thing is, you probably could have gotten this one. It's Scooby Doo and the Monster of Mexico. Yeah, it felt bad.
0: What? Assuming that the, that. Oh, I. 2000- okay, I'm sorry. The monster's not the chihuahua. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. No, I checked. It's not. Okay.
1: Four and a half stars. Hey, weed gang. And then it's um this like hang tight emoji and then like a like a leaf emoji. Uh-huh. This movie is a classic for marijuana movie enjoyers. And yes, LSD works fine. Those aren't the same. I felt a spiritual connection between each character in the show, and no other movie has given me such a great experience. Can't be replaced. Nine out
0: of ten. This is gonna be uh, Scooby Doo in Arabian Nights. You were oh I thought you were gonna get it. It's... No hold on no no. no. in. Is it Where's My Mummy? It is Where's My mommy Yes! <laughs> I've
1: seen Where's My money I'm, I'm so Scooby Doo
0: Arabian. Yes.
1: <laughs> Can we watch it? I don't know. <laughs> like, you don't know if it's possible for us know to watch a <laughs> Yes, yeah, Scooby Doo and Arabian okay. nights. Okay, this one doesn't have a star reading. It's the early 2000s. I am in a waiting room for a doctor I've never been to before. It's a strange hour, either very late at night or early in the a.m. All I know is that it's dark and humid outside and I'm not usually awake at this hour. There is nobody in this waiting room but me. I don't know who this doctor's appointment is for. One of my parents? Me? There's a television and some VHS tapes. I'm told I can watch whatever I'd like. I choose to put on Scooby-Doo blank this movie. Somehow I am in this pocket dimension of a waiting room for a full 75 minutes because I watched the entire film. My parents eventually emerged and said, okay, time to go. Deep down, I am haunted by the concept of this movie. (laughs) I simply cannot stop thinking about the the digital clones of the mystery game. How they are just left to live in an uninhabited carnival shrouded by darkness for the rest of their lives. I never went back to that doctor's office, nor did I ever figure out who the appointment was for.
0: (laughs) Is this Scooby Doo uh, and the Alien Invaders?
1: No, this is once again Scooby Doo and the, the Cyber, Cyber Chase! Chase. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we might have to watch Scooby Doo and the Cyber Chase.
1: Five stars. Thinking about how this film revolutionized the horror genre and features some of the most shocking twists and layers of any modern horror film, truly iconic. Also, Bo had no business being as sexy as he was. I watched this with my friends using the Netflix house party thing, and
0: it was really fun, so you should try it too. Scooby-Doo and the Legend of the Vampire. Hold on, is that not correct? It is not. Scooby-Doo Music of the Vampire. <laughs> Unfortunately,
1: it's Zombie Island again. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> It's not Return to Zombie Island.
1: Two and a half stars. They didn't bother with the story this time, but Scooby farts a lot in its funny
0: smiley face. Scooby-Doo and Kiss Rock and Roll <laughs> <laughs> Mystery. Obviously. <laughs> of course.
1: this doesn't have a star rating really thought i hadn't seen it but 20 minutes in, i started having severe war flashbacks
0: (laughs) uh big top (laughs) scooby-doo
1: this is also scooby-doo two
0: monsters (laughs) that's honestly the that i might have that was you that was me that was me
1: watching both of these movies (laughs) <laughs> I was thinking, why isn't Scrappy in this movie? And then I remembered that he had been found dead in Miami. I don't know why there are a lot of reviews referring to Scrappy-Doo dying What are Miami. they
0: alluding to?
1: <laughs> I don't know, but this has two and a half stars.
0: Is it Scoop? It's <laughs> Scooby-Doo two monsters. Okay, so so the dying Miami was not Scoob-based. That was... <laughs> what? One and a half stars. Time to put the dog down. <laughs> Scooby-Doo Shaggy Showdown. <laughs>
1: It's where Scooby just off mice and men's
0: Scooby. He's just fucking me... Scooby has rabies, like real rabies. Not fake rabies like they did in the second movie. And I angrily went, no.
1: And finally, half a star. Scrappy-doo slash fiction
0: complete with Daphne Piss play. <laughs> well, I know which one this is, obviously. I know, but it's a
1: good one to end on.
0: That is the first one that's very funny. However, I want to give you another golden <laughs> little, uh, little golden example golden get it, 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 um is it called scooby-doo piss play did i already say scooby-doo the sword and the scoob you, you did unfortunately okay i just wanted to make sure that was correct uh then i'll do um, i'm gonna go ahead and say it's this is gonna be uh scooby-doo the legend <laughs> of the vampire you sorry 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 scooby-doo music of the vampire you already said i know <gasps> wrestlemania mystery with John Cena. <laughs> why is there only one Lego Scooby-Doo? Oh, there's not. There's two. Lego, Lego Scooby-Doo Haunted Hollywood. Um,
1: sorry, can I talk about the, the soundtrack of the first Scooby-Doo movie?
0: Yes, you can. Oh, okay. Well, thinking... why did they cancel the Scoob sequel? Because nobody wanted it. And on release date, it says nearly completed, but canceled. So the Scooby-Doo
1: music, music from the motion picture soundtrack... Um... <laughs> peaked at number 24 on the Billboard Top 200. Good. Number 24? On <laughs> the Billboard Top 200. No. like oh, oh, And it was number four on top soundtracks. And it includes a cover by rapper Shaggy of Scooby-Doo Where Are You? But it's called Shaggy Where Are You? <laughs> Sung by Shaggy. I like that. Well, they we know al- where he is. They also have Sugar Ray... Just I don't know if you realize like when they go to a place on Spooky Island and there's like a band playing that's fully Sugar Ray like that was a very famous band up to and they're just in. Who was the guy
0: at the end too? <laughs>
1: at the end of Scooby Doo, <laughs> two monsters unleashed. There it's like it's like a mid credit scene and the Shaggy and I think it's like
0: it's Scooby. It's Scooby. He's like introducing. Him, he's like and now Ruben and it's American Idol winner Ruben Stuttered! <laughs> I loved that period of time when anything you were watching would just have an American Idol contestant in it all of a sudden. And um, I also thought of
1: Ella Enchanted because they had the very similar like, oh, the movie's done. Let's just have everyone do a big
0: dance number to close out the movie. I miss the 2000s so much. Um, I am reading this. So it was the prequel for Scoop was supposed to be released through HBO Max, but it was canceled August, 2022. It was part of the HBO massacre. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha.
1: <laughs> um, but this soundtrack has Outkast, Shaggy, Lil Romeo, Solange Knowles, Sugar Ray, Uncle Cracker and Buster Rhymes. Why Solange? The, the bi Um, Simple Plan... <laughs> And the Atomic Fireballs, who sing a song that I had to actively look up while we were watching it, because this it's called The Man with the Hex, and it samples the David Bowie song, Dance Magic, from Labyrinth. And, like, samples in the way that, like, the first few lines of the song are the same. It's the, you remind me of the babe. What babe? The babe with the power. What power? The power of voodoo. Who do? You do. Like, and I was like, are they just playing a cover of <laughs> David Bowie's Dance Magic? But no, they... That song samples it, but still very bold uh, use there. Um, this movie made so much money. <laughs> um, this made 54 million dollars over just its opening weekend, which Good. for an opening weekend that's like that's still in 2022 terms. I'm proud of him. Is <laughs> him?. <Yeah. laughs> a lot yeah. at the time it had the second highest june opening weekend of all time only behind austin powers the spy who shagged me and during its theatrical run scooby-doo competed against lilo and stitch um it had a final gross of 153 million in the united states and 122 million in other territories bringing a total worldwide gross to 275 million jesus christ and in 2000 and it was the
0: 15th most successful film worldwide of 2002 was what did you do the did you do the budget 500 million dollars 84 million
1: okay so yeah. expensive movie but like high payoff high payoff and so that's why they ended up making a sequel because they're like wow this is a money machine um monsters unleashed so unfortunately there's not a solid budget information for scooby-doo monsters Unleashed. i think that they
0: were just like who cares
1: and the Wikipedia says that it had a budget of twenty five to eighty million. So there there mm. is quite a large range there. Interesting. <laughs> that ranges from like How did they calculate that? From like lowbrow
0: indie to like studio setup. How did they calculate <laughs> that? Can I ask? I don't know. Monsters unleashed. I'm like I'm budget. sorry, I'm reading I'm getting mad because Scoop also could have been good, it looks like. However, <laughs> do you know anything about Scoob? I don't. No. Did you know the villain is uh, Simon Cowell playing himself? <laughs> that was one of the um one of the letterbox things I had was um I
1: can't believe. The, the worst thing about this movie is that a team of six writers thought Simon Cowell was a good decision
0: uh did you know that Dan Povenmire was supposed to be involved creatively and then was not oh it would have been good I think it would have been involved. good if he and I think that he would have had a respect for the voice actors oh yeah for sure because well, he himself is a voice actor yeah, yeah.
1: like okay. imagine doing a Phineas and Ferb movie and not
0: having Dan Povenmire be doofenshmirtz and just getting fucking Bill Hader to be doofenshmirtz like it would just be wrong and then the whole entire internet would be inundated with hot doofenshmirtz <laughs> <laughs> I think the weirdest thing here is that they also have several characters that are it looks like all of the yes yeah, so all of the police officers in this are named after voice actors of the series but not they don't have little so they have uh, the original voice of Velma Officer Jaff mm-hmm. uh, they have uh Officer Casey named after Casey Kasem Casey Kasem Casey Kasem So, mine feels more like a name. (laughs) Um, Officer North after Heather North, and then uh, Dispatcher Stevens after Pat Stevens. That is two cops named after different voices of Velma.
1: So, the Monsters Unleashed did not do as well as the first one. It still did well. So, assuming it had this budget that ranged anywhere from 25 to 80 million, it made 181 million at the box office, which is still not bad, but it was not as good of a margin as the first one made. And James Gunn had said that he was set to write and direct a third film, mm-hmm. but since the second one had been, in their words, a financial disappointment, it was canned. Um, but he it did... went to
0: can. <laughs> Fucking fuck you,
1: <laughs> fuck
0: you. I'm so funny.
1: Um, and then he tweeted once that the plot for the canceled film was that. <laughs> the mystery Inc. gang are hired by a town in scotland who complain they are being plagued by monsters but we discover throughout the film the monsters are actually the victims scooby and shaggy have to come to terms with their own prejudices and narrow belief systems
0: i love it <laughs> i know i did see people scooby dooby doo you got canceled <laughs> chill out scooby doo scooby doo that's a slur <laughs> What if I only communicated from now on with Scooby Doo movies? Um, oh the, no! The when Matthew Lillard did his little his little cute Airbnb thing, he yeah. did a picture of him recreating the picture of the like the Shaggy meme where he's sitting in <laughs> a chair, and people were like, "I know this is a joke, but can you imagine like a current movie of them like reuniting late in life and doing one last mystery?" And I went, one last one to they all die at the end. Can I can I read some Shaggy memes, please? <laughs> um. So yeah, it's it's. The, it's always, like, the same
1: picture of him in front of, like, a mystery machine during press tour, and he has, like, one arm up. Who, on fucking again, who was like, this is funny, and then the whole internet went, yeah, it is. And I think the original one was, I, um, I don't actually remember filming any scenes. Once the cameras started rolling, I would black out as the spirit of Shaggy possessed my mortal body once again. Yeah, that's what he he tweeted that for his Airbnb. In other words, if it weren't for me, you humans would have gone extinct a millennia ago. Every good idea you've ever had was actually implanted in your head by me, Shaggy. Um, this one's actually a picture of uh, Freddie Prince Jr. And says, I mean, they told us we'd be filming with a real dog playing Scooby. I don't know what that was, but I know it wasn't a dog. Shaggy told us we'd be safe as long as we didn't look it in the eye. We lost our first three Daphne actresses that way. You wouldn't know their names. They've been erased from this version of Earth. <laughs> um, and then the classic, uh, fun fact, the Big Bang was caused by Shaggy using 14% of his full power. <laughs> Actually, when I played Shaggy, his spirit took over my body. I became irresistible to women, and by the end of production, I had 63 kids. He
0: was always irresistible to women. Thank you.
1: Um, When filming was complete, I was allowed to keep the Shaggy costume. I needed it in order to fulfill my destiny of unlocking his full power. I brought the costume with me to the heart of the Montana wilderness, where I remained in isolation for 42 days. It was on the morning of the final day that Shaggy's full power was unleashed. (laughs)
0: I, this is really, this has gone off the rails, however, I need you to understand that when you look up Scooby-Doo, the only family member it lists, lists for him is his father named Dada-Doo. <laughs> but if you go through, there is a Mama-Doo. Um, there also was a, uh, an episode where he had to solve the mystery of the were-Doo in the were-Doo of Doo Manor, and were-Doo was turned out to be Nasty-Doo, which my big issue is that it, it? Says he based it on the real Nasty Do. <laughs> Who? You know, Nasty Do, the real one, of course. Uh
1: Melvin Do.
0: <laughs> truly X. Ex- also, Shaggy has
1: a sister named Maggie. If we're if we're you know exploring the Do universe, we have to talk about Melvin Do. I'm just hoping he's having a good time. Uh, I don't know why that man did not win an Oscar for his performance. As Melvin Do, but he did a great
0: job and I hope he's having a good day. Hey babe, can we watch It's a Wonderful Scoob, the ninth episode of The 13 Ghosts of Scooby Doo? I love that they didn't even try to do puns. <laughs> They're like, we'll just throw it in there. People get it. Oh, and also, everything I just read were the appearances of Dada Doo. <laughs> this was all content where Dada Doo appeared. So his name, I think, is Scoobert Doo. Dada Doo also goes by Daddy Doo. Um, let's see. I'll pull it up right now. Because my question last night was whether Scooby Snacks existed apropos of Scooby or whether they were named after him. I believe that he, well, in He was named after Scooby In universe, I think the most likely explanation is that he was named after them.
1: But Shaggy named him after his favorite snacks and then also went, but Scooby short for Scoobert.
0: Yeah, so his name- Maybe if
1: we watched Scoob, we would actually have the answer to this. We wouldn't. Uh, what'd you learn? (laughs) I was, I was gonna ask you. Um, I learned-
0: Oh, Scooby does have opposable thumbs.
1: (laughs) Can that be what I learned? (laughs) Canonically,
0: he has opposable thumbs.
1: What I learned is that um, Scooby, I think, is a freak of nature. I cannot tell if he's a dog that just picked up language or if maybe he's a god. And I also learned that genuinely, I don't think the DC cinematic universe could be in better hands than the man who wrote absolute two masterpieces of movies.
0: I learned. <laughs> Natalie looks so concerned. Don't go into Scoobypedia. No, or why do you go into ScoobyDoo.fandom.com? Because I'm now learning. So, Scooby Snacks, it appears I am correct, were existed because they actually go to a Scooby Snacks factory at some point. There are different flavors of Scooby Snacks, but all boxes are identical. <laughs> <laughs> and the flavors they list are bubblegum and macadamia nut. Ew, bubblegum? Bubblegum flavored and macadamia nut flavored. Um, I learned that uh, what's his fucking name Frank Welker's a bad friend. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't tell them I can't Scoob believe production. that he would have voiced an entire scoop and then not told any of his, because they would have it appeared. It's been actively still working together.
1: Well, they could have announced the cast and it, they maybe hadn't started like actively pre- like make like recording yet. I don't know.
0: Do you know. do you have when it was when that tweet was from? It was from March of 2019. Okay, yeah, that would have been a year before it released. Yeah,
1: so they might have, like, not have recorded the voices yet. That, or
0: was Frank Walker literally like, wait a minute, what? Well, <laughs> no yeah. one else is doing this? He, he could have not known. Because I thought you, we all agreed to do Scoob. You're, you're in a solo room, like a booth. You're not interacting with other people, so I guess he might not have known. I feel like he had to have. Um, <laughs> not he, that he wouldn't have known. I just I can't imagine that you film Scoob and you don't, like, text your coworkers, like, isn't it crazy Simon Cowell's playing himself? <laughs> and the villain? And the first investor of Mystery Incorporated? I think we should... No, I don't want to watch Scoop, because I don't want to give them money. But also, what the fuck is this? It's Scoop. Anyway, that's what I learned, is that either Frank Welker, these are the options. Bad friend, mm-hmm. can't read, don't <laughs> send me Mind X Izzy Hands fanfic right now. It's fan art, not fan, fan art. Fan <laughs> art. Is it just because they both wear gloves or is he wearing his gloves? They're both anti-heroes. No, they're not. They're both anti hero by Taylor Swift. Objectively, Megamind's the protagonist. Objectively. He's a villain. But he's not. His whole thing's a villain. Yeah, those are the options. He either can't okay. read, he's a bad friend, or maybe he himself gets possessed by the... Spirit of Shaggy, who then decides to do the Scooby-Doo voice. I think sh-
1: I think this spirit of Shaggy used a solid like fifteen percent of his
0: power to make everyone forget about Matthew Lillard for a sec. I actually think the movie scoop came from an alternate reality and was brought here by, by Shaggy's by family. Shaggy's the sheer power. Yeah,
1: he, he merged the two timelines that we're not supposed to touch. He crossed streams. Eventually,
0: he's going to do- That only th- he had the- He's going to do the Thanos He's going to do a Thanos snap, and one of the cast is going to disappear, but we don't know which. Um, I hope it's not- I, I like Ken Young. He voices a dog. But not Scoob. Not Scoob. He voices the other dog no, no one knows about. Oh, don't worry.
1: Uh, Simon Cowell's son, Eric, also has a voice role in Scoob.
0: Um, I'm sorry. Hmm. Um. Just give me a. a Yeah, you're good.
1: Take as much time as you need.
0: (laughs) Just so you have an idea of what I'm looking at, I did look up. I looked up Scrappy Doo found dead in Miami. (laughs) What is it? So it's based. (laughs) It is based on a fanfic combo of Dexter and Scooby Doo. And the reason it starts with this is the synopsis, you know, we've seen a lot of fanfic. It starts with, Scrappy-Doo has been found dead in Miami. (laughs) And Dexter and the team are on the case. (laughs) Why did you kill him? I think we felt like Scrappy sucks and he should die. (laughs) No one likes Scrappy. So we said, okay, we have our body. Who's we? (laughs) Was this a group ever fanfic? uh, By Wake Girl 14. Oh my god. Okay, so what it is is that she watched a lot of Dexter and her sister watched a lot of Scooby Doo, and they so went, they, "Let's combine it." Guys,
1: I think Natalie's um, entering an alternate <laughs> Shaggy dimension just, right it's now. Just me
0: <laughs> seeing a tweet that just says, "Scrappy Two has been found dead in Miami."
1: Anyway, while she while she googles this, you can find the pod on TikTok. And stop, you
0: ruining it. Yes, no, go ahead. Okay, so not only that, when they saw the tweet go viral, they didn't recognize that it was their own fanfic because they wrote it when they were 15 and they're now in their mid-20s.
1: <laughs> you can also find me personally on TikTok at Saved by the
0: Towns <laughs> or on
1: Instagram at Delaney's Ears.
0: And you can find me in Miami trying to find the cold-blooded killer that left Scrappy Doo's little body decapitated. Decapitated? Oh um, No, I'm adding that detail. Oh. Decapitated on the shores. <laughs> Of, Miami. <laughs> of course. Why would he have been found dead in Miami if he was not on the shores? He was on the shores of California. Well,
1: um, Natalie, um,
0: the next, the next, mo- no, you keep going. <laughs> Anyone can use the format. So and so found dead in Miami, and I can't stop them. If I did, that would kill the meme. I don't want to kill the meme. I don't want to kill Scrappy Doo again. <laughs> this person's excellent. <laughs> we need to have them on the podcast. <laughs>
1: Your next movie. Okay, so this really. And
0: are you changing it right now? No. Nope. Because now Scrappy Doo has been found dead in Miami. Uh, the, the tone of this whole episode, I think, just continues right into this. I want to do Nick Cage's face off. Guys, the podcast is going off the rails, but I think in
1: a good way. I think, a... think face off <laughs> is. Face off was actually created by Shaggy using 14% of his power.
0: I think. I'm so sorry. I'm like unable to process what's going on. I think it'd be really funny to do face-off. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who else is in it. I know it's Nick Cage. <laughs> I've never seen it. I don't know the plot. I know the faces get switched at some point. Yeah. I also know it's not the show face-off. Which it's was... not. That's a makeup reality TV show. Oh, yeah. oh, it's. I thought it was plastic surgery.
1: No, oh. they do
0: not. No, they do not give surgery to contestants. The Swan did that.
1: Okay. No, it's it's makeup.
0: Okay. So <laughs> I have no idea what, what genre this movie is. What we're going into, why we're watching it. I don't even know. It's not even the first Nick Cage movie that comes to my mind. I think of The Wicker Man. Of course, yeah. everyone does. The yeah. movie with the bees. How could you not? Obviously. Don't look at me all she concerned. Just, she just looked me so dead in the eyes as she said that. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know. Uh, I can't explain why, but it will be what we're doing, unfortunately. <laughs> Spooky... No, it's gonna be November. Spooky. I want to start my birth month. <laughs> With Nick Cage's this face Scorpio off. season. I mean, honestly, Nick Cage's face. Pretty, off. pretty Scorpio. And um, really pretty Scorpio. And I'll have actual research. I'm excited about it.
1: Um, this was our Halloween episode.
0: <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um. Uh, so yeah, I hope you have a, a, a spoopy time. Yeah. Have have um a good a good Halloween. Be safe. Use condoms. Um. Yes, make sure you put all your candy in a condom before eating it. Number one rule. And then like raise around blades, like a sock. Razor plates can't get to you if you do that. Um, And then, you know, just be aware
1: of how much power Shaggy has and how much of a good service
0: he is doing by not unleashing all of it if at once. If you are in Miami, <laughs> and you can, <laughs> you can find me any clues, I am going to, we are going to solve this case right here, right now. <laughs> And I'll tell you what, this is gonna- it's gonna be a wild one. Anyway, let's have Scooby-Doo play us out.
1: My trauma is healed! Uh oh.
0: No, I'm cutting us off here!